Okay. Here we go. Oh, here we go. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to Oh My God, Why? This is Melly here. And for this episode, unfortunately, I'm going to be flying solo. I do not have Cece here with me, but she will be back for the next time. I promise you. Um... So yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and get into it. Um, You know, I know that Cece and I, we come on here and we vent about all of our stories and all the things that we've experienced with guys and dating and relationships and all that. But I kind of just wanted to take a deeper look into, I guess, my journey in healing from all of my relationships and just all the experiences I've had with guys. Being single has helped me realize a lot of things that I didn't know before. You know, being a mid-30-year-old woman, single, no kids, it's hard not to put any type of pressure on myself just because you know I'm constantly thinking oh I need to find the right person because for me I you know I do want to have kids I do want to have a family I want to be with the person I'm meant to be with but being alone has given me a lot of time to reflect and time to just focus on me which I've been really appreciative of because for me, you know, I've never really had this kind of time. As I've mentioned previously, I've always been in a relationship. You know, I told you guys, my friends know me as a serial monogamist, which of course isn't a bad thing, but at the same time, I've always been consumed with putting other people's needs first before mine. And now that I can finally put myself first, I have been so much happier. I'd say this is one of the major things that I've realized just being on my own, um, taking the time to do things for me. Anytime I was in a relationship, I always just thought like, oh, I just want to make the other person happy. And... I really wasn't taking care of myself at the end of the day. Sometimes I wonder if I'm a little too considerate of other people's feelings because I'm always trying to think ahead. Like, okay, let's say if I, you know, with any of my exes, if I were to have a disagreement with them, I always felt like I had to be really careful with like my words and which, you know, yeah, it's it's true. I think that it's important. But in doing that, I was not really paying attention to how I would be feeling in the middle of an argument. And I would just think, oh, okay, well, I'm just not going to completely say how I feel. Because if I do, they're going to get offended. Which ended up being the case a lot of the times when I felt like I would try to voice my own opinion. I would get a really defensive reaction from any of them. Uh, For me, I'm not a confrontational person at all. If I have something I need to say, I'm always going to approach you in a calm manner because 
I know that from experience, if I'm going to come at you, you know, in a way where it might seem like I'm attacking you, I know I'm not going to have a productive conversation with you. So one of my exes, anytime I would bring any concerns up to him, his immediate reaction would be, okay, well, fine, then I'm just not going to do that anymore then. And I just think it's so immature and childish to respond in that way because to me, that was showing me that you're not even acknowledging my feelings and you're not even listening to me. So in turn, that makes me shut down and which eventually leads to just being unhappy. My way of shutting down was like, okay, well, Maybe it's just better for them if I just don't say anything. And I just don't think that's fair to not be able to fully voice your opinion or your feelings when you're with someone. I think that's one of the biggest things that should be present is to be able to fully express yourself. Because if you can't get into a comfortable position in that way, then I just don't think that you're with the right person. And this is coming from my own experience. Now that I think about it, actually, I don't think it was just that particular ex that would get offended. I think for the most part, they were all kind of like that. They would either get super defensive or they would just shut down. So a lot of that is what led to me being really unhappy in all of my relationships. I would always try to anticipate their needs and what would make them happy, but I never felt that it was fully reciprocated towards me, but anytime I was with someone, I would just think, oh, it's fine. You know, it's not a big deal, but it took a long time for me to realize that it is a big deal because I need to be happy too. I also, to some degree, always kind of felt like I was held back from a lot of things anytime I was with any of my exes. Not necessarily from them saying like, oh, you can't do this or you can't do that. But I just felt like if there were certain things I would do that they wouldn't like, you know, it would keep me from doing those things. For example, my first ex, when I got with him, it was at a point in my life where dancing kind of took a big role in my life because I've mentioned before, you know, I used to dance a lot and um, being that involved with it, it took up a lot of my time. It took up a lot of hours, uh, which meant it took up time from being together and it really wasn't that much time. It's just that he wasn't willing to sacrifice that for me, just for me to be able to do something that I loved, which he knew that I enjoyed dancing so much. You know, for example, if I would have a show coming up, that would mean that would consist of having really late rehearsals or really long rehearsals. And he would make me feel guilty about it. And he would say, oh, you know, you only care about that. You don't care about me. When it's like, um, yes, this is taking up a few hours of my day or my night because most of the time our rehearsals would be at night. But after those few hours are gone, I can be with you at any other time of the day. And I just felt like he never understood that. 
and that I guess any time I had free time, it should have been dedicated to him. With another one of my exes, he wasn't really into drinking and all that because, you know, well, every now and then I like to go out and, you know, have drinks with friends. And I never had a problem with that. The fact that he didn't like to drink. I actually, that was one of the things I really liked about him because he was very, he stood his ground and was like, I, I just don't do it. And I respected that. You know, even if we would go out to dinner, I would just order a glass of wine or something. And he, you know, for the most part, I felt like he was okay with that. But anytime he would go out with me and my friends, I felt like that was when he didn't like it. And then it would make me feel like, well, if I'm going to go out and drink with my friends, then maybe you just shouldn't come because you're kind of making me feel like I shouldn't be. And I don't know, I think to some degree, he felt a little uncomfortable being around everyone because my friends know how to have fun. I'm just going to put that out there. They don't have a good time, uh, whether we're drinking or not. But when there is alcohol involved, you know, we all know how things can get. And I just felt like he didn't feel comfortable in those situations for his own reasons and um you know sometimes I would feel bad and I would be like okay maybe I should just stop drinking for the night and it never got to anything crazy you know I don't get super obnoxious or anything but he made me feel like I did so I don't know like these are just some examples of how I felt like I guess I just couldn't be, truly be myself anytime I was with someone. So now that I have that time, it's so liberating to literally do whatever I want. One of the things I really like to do every now and then, maybe once every couple months or so, I'll take myself on a date and I'll be like, okay, you know, I'm going to get out of the house. I'm going to get dressed up a little bit. And I'm going to go to dinner or I'm going to go out and do something I've never done before. A few months ago, I had done this. I had just gone through a bunch of exams through school. And I was like, I need to get out of here. I've been cooped up for way too long. I'm just going to go out to dinner. And I didn't really know where I was going, which... You know, that's kind of how things have been playing out. I literally just get in the car and I go, you know what? I'm just going to start driving and wherever I feel like going, I'm just going to go. And so I ended up at a place I, I think I had been there once before, but it's just been so long. So it almost felt like it was a new place to me. And I told myself, I'm going to sit at the bar and I'm going to try to interact with people and just have a good time. And I'm not even talking about just like talking to guys, like even just making friends with other women. So I go and I sit at the bar, I order my drinks, I order my food, and I'm enjoying my meal. And I want to say about 30 minutes in, this girl comes and she asks me if the seat next to me was taken. And I was like, oh no, you can totally sit there. And, um... Once she sat down, I had noticed that the bartender was just all about her. And he was like, oh, hi, how are you? How, you know, what brings you here? 
and all this stuff. And I was like, okay, I didn't get that kind of response. Um, so I was just kind of observing and seeing what was going on. I was like, wow, he must really like this girl because the girl was just, just playing it cool. Like, oh, okay. Hey, you know, how's it going? And then this bartender brings another bartender over and goes, Hey, do you want to meet my girlfriend? But I don't know, for some reason, the vibe didn't give me that she was his girlfriend. So I was like, okay, is she really, or is he just being hella bold right now and just claiming her already? So I lean over to her and I go, Hey girl, is he really your boyfriend? And she goes, yes, he actually is. And we just both start laughing and we end up just chopping it up. Like we got to know each other. We, you know, I basically made a new friend and I just thought that was so cool because, you know, I'm not the most extroverted person. Usually when I go out, like I kind of just like to enjoy being in the moment. If I socialize with people, then I do, but it, it takes a little bit out of me to actually get to that point. So the fact that I got to make a new friend, it was really refreshing. And at the end of the night, I was like, you know what? I'm really glad I went out and I did this. You know, I've met other people just from doing the same thing, you know, going out to dinner. Like I've made friends with bartenders and stuff like that. And, you know, even if like I'm going to study at Starbucks, I've met people that way. So yeah, all these things I'm mentioning, just taking the time to do things for myself not having to worry about, oh, is this going to be okay if I do this or do that? Because I don't have anyone to, to say anything. So yeah, being happy now is one of the biggest things I've realized. Does that mean I'm happy every single day? Absolutely not. Do I have bad days? Yes, I definitely do. But most definitely being able to just focus on myself has been very life-changing for me. Another realization I've made is that I feel like I have more of a voice now. From being in relationships, I always felt like I had to be so considerate of everyone's feelings to the point where I neglected my own and I didn't, I never really got to fully say what I wanted to say. In my last long-term relationship, it wasn't until the very end that I just went guns blazing. I was done. I was finally able to admit certain things that, you know, I never could during the relationship because I knew he would get offended and, um, you know, probably wasn't the nicest things to say to him, to be honest with you, but I felt damn good about it when I did. Um... What I ended up telling him was that one of the reasons I was unhappy was straight up because I was bored with him. And that probably sounds really messed up, but at the time, because I was so done, I was like, you know what, fuck this. I'm just going to tell him. And the reason I told him was because one of the issues he had with me, which I will admit, I am definitely at fault towards the end of our relationship, I'd say probably definitely like the last year that we were together, I was spending a lot more time just being on my phone all the time. Even when we were together, I would literally just be on my phone and I felt like it was my escape 
from having to interact with him, which sounds so bad. It sounds terrible. I totally admit that. But, you know, we could be just hanging out, spending quality time together, quote unquote. You know, he'll be watching TV, but I'll just be sitting next to him and I'll be on my phone. And he didn't really necessarily have a problem with that, but he had more of a problem anytime we would go out to dinner. I didn't realize that. I was doing that pretty often during meals and uh, he finally brought it up to me at some point and I told him, okay, you know, I'm sorry, like I'll stop. It's not fair to you. So I did stop at least, you know, anytime we'd go out to eat, but anytime we were home, I would still be doing it. And I felt like, like I said, it was my way of de-stressing. We were living together and I felt like he was the type of person that he, we just had to do everything together. And in the beginning, I thought, oh, this is so cute. You know, he wants to do all these things with me. But eventually, it just ended up being really draining for me. I felt suffocated and I felt like I couldn't escape him. You know, when I was finally able to tell him how I truly felt at the very end, you know, when we were breaking up, I was just like, you know what? You know why I was always on my phone? It's because I was bored. And it's true. I was bored. And well, I guess I didn't really get to admit to him that it was my way of like getting away from him. But I don't think I really had to say that. I don't think that was really necessary. So, yeah, it felt so good to tell him all of that. In my last relationship that I was in a year ago, I felt a little more comfortable expressing my needs, expressing my feelings. But unfortunately, he was just the type of person that no matter what I would tell him, he wouldn't care because it was all about him all the time. Like he would say that he would care, but his actions never showed it. And now, just as a person, I think that being on my own and not being in a relationship has just given me more opportunity to like have my own opinions about things because I, I don't know, I, I realized I never really had that and I don't exactly know why, but maybe a lot of it has to do with the fact that I always felt like my opinions didn't matter with any of my exes. Even with guys on the dating apps, I will say that when I first started using them, I was very vulnerable. Any guy that gave me attention, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, this guy actually wants to talk to me. And, you know, I'll admit sometimes, you know, if I would be asked out to go on a date, I would almost always feel obligated to say yes. I don't know why. I don't know if it's because in my head... I was like, well, the fact that this guy wants to take time out of his day to take me out, I should go out with him. And, you know, I realized that I don't always have to say yes. You know, I actually feel like being on the apps is like good practice to, for me at least, to do that. Because what I've noticed is that guys on these apps it's almost like they make you feel like they're you're obligated to say yes to them. Unfortunately, I think that's how a lot of women get taken advantage of. I know that's definitely been the case for me. But 
with where I am now. You know, I'm proud to say that I just, I'm not willing to let that happen anymore. You know, having this voice of mine kind of also transpires into having more self-respect and having more boundaries. This was something that I guess you could say I did struggle with a little bit when I started dating again after my last long-term relationship with, you know, my ex that I was engaged to. But the thing is, I didn't realize that I didn't have those boundaries until I started venting to friends about it, especially my best friend. I would tell her stories and she would literally say, why do you have to let him talk to you like that? Or why do you let him treat you that way? With the first guy that I had gone out with after my ex-fiance, straight up, I was super vulnerable. I was just ready to meet people and meeting him happened pretty quickly. But at the time it was like exciting for me because he was very different from all my exes. And I was just excited that someone was giving me attention because, you know, unfortunately, like I lost a lot of self-esteem and the moment he gave me attention and told me how attracted he was to me and whatever and how much he wanted to get to know me, I just thought, oh my gosh, like I just want to give all my time to this guy. And I realized eh, somewhat quickly. <laughs> that it was not a good thing. It was definitely a red flag. Um, I was pretty much committing myself to this guy already because he made it sound like he was committed to me. And I'm talking like he was telling me he saw a future with me already and he wanted to meet my family and he wanted to do all these things with me, which I I'm over here just like taking it all in. Unfortunately, it turned out, long story short, I ended up finding out that I pretty much was a side chick. Um, I didn't know in the beginning because he made it sound like he was all about me, like I said. And, you know, he was all charming and stuff. And then all of a sudden, things started to become really inconsistent. And I thought, okay, I don't know, maybe it's just like a weird point in our, whatever this is going on in our situation. And I didn't really know how to handle it um, until I started venting to other people. And what I didn't realize is that I was being taken advantage of. He basically was really doing just the bare minimum and I was just eating it all up because I didn't know any better. I thought it was good enough. I thought, oh yeah, that's fine. Like, you know, he does talk to me every day. At least he texts me here and there and that's fine with me. But for someone to tell me how into me he is and yet not really be able to make the time to see me, it just wasn't, things were not adding up. When things started to get inconsistent, we didn't see each other for like a whole month. And we didn't even live that far apart from each other. So that alone was already kind of like a red flag. But I was taking a lot of things into consideration because he's a single dad 
And at the time he was in school and working and he was just like, you know, I got finals coming up and the holidays are coming up too. And I'm just going to be really busy. I'm not going to be able to see you. And of course I thought, yeah, that's totally fine. I was trying to be understanding and considerate and I didn't make a big deal. But something deep down inside me was like, but why does this not feel right? You know? And when I finally told my best friend, she was just like, why can't he not make the time to see you if he tells you he likes you that much? And I don't know, I guess you don't really realize (laughs) that you're in a bad situation until you have a talk like that with someone. And she knocked some sense into me and was like, hey, like, he should be making more of an effort. And once that was ingrained in my head, I started to really see things for how they truly were with him. And I started noticing that he was really not the one for me and that he was really just saying all those things to take advantage of me. I found out that I was pretty much his side chick because, you know... I get a little good at investigating on social media and all that. Honestly, it's just one of those things that we got to do. In my opinion, to some degree, I feel like social media can tell you a lot. So basically, you know, I had mentioned that he was a single dad. So there was a weekend right before Christmas that he told me, you know, oh, you know, I can't see you this weekend. I'm going to be with my kid. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Like, have fun with her. Don't even worry about me being understanding. And um, I want to say a couple weeks later, something told me, you need to go on Facebook right now and just, I don't know, do, do a little scrolling for a little bit. I don't know why. And at this point, we were maybe like three months into seeing each other already. But even earlier on, I was already kind of doing this where every now and then I would kind of just look through his Instagram and he would post something new and people would comment, of course. And I noticed that there were certain girls, other women that were pretty consistent in liking and like commenting on his photos that for some reason, like these particular women for me were they were kind of suspicious I didn't make too big of a deal out of it but anyway when the instinct came for me to check his Facebook a couple weeks after that weekend that he told me he couldn't see me I saw this picture he was tagged in by his friends and they were all dressed up in Christmas gear looks like they were at a Christmas party and I thought oh he had a Christmas party and tell me You know, he didn't, I never knew he was going to do that. So whatever, right? But then I noticed that in those pictures, he was always with this girl. And that girl happened to be one of the girls that I was finding commenting on all his photos. And when I put two and two together, I realized like, oh my gosh, she's really been here all along and I kind of just you know again put the puzzle pieces together 
the fact that he's bringing this girl around to his friends, I was immediately like, she's got to be his girlfriend. Or I'm pretty sure that's what he's telling all his friends if he's bringing her around. And again, like I said, at that point, we were already seeing each other for three months. Not that I was expecting to be at that point, but the problem was that he was telling me, oh, you know, I want you to meet my family. I want you to meet my friends. Okay, then who is this other girl that clearly is meeting your friends? So when I had realized that, I didn't even bother confronting him about it. Because at that point, I was like, okay, clearly he's lying to me. If I approach him about anything, I already know he's going to deny things. He's going to tell me I'm crazy. So you know what? I'm going to leave it at that. And I'm just going to say I'm out which is exactly what I did. Um, I had just, when I discovered this photo, I was actually right next to him. He was asleep and, um, you know, I was just scrolling through my phone. And so I leave because I think, yeah, I leave because I had to go to work. And when I got to work, I was like, that's it. I'm just going to pull the cord right now. There's no way I can do this in person only because he's going to try to reel me back in. So I texted him. I said, I can't see you anymore. And I was like, you know what? Let's see. Maybe his response will tell me if I'm really tripping about this or not. And his response to that was, well, I'm not going to fight you on it. And that told me that I was definitely right about everything. You know, that whole situation, it was so messed up because, again, I had given myself to him, so much of myself to him, trusting in him way too soon, not having any boundaries and realizing, man, I need to respect myself a lot more than this. I am way better than this. So I got out of that situation and, you know, I'll admit at the time, I really wasn't you know, I was just having a good time meeting people, like going on dates and stuff. And I'll say, you know, I had a little bit of fun too. Um, interpret that however you wish. But I, you know, I really, looking back, I really was just trying to find myself. And even those experiences too made me realize like, this is not for me. I am not the type of person to just like, you know, hanging out with all these guys all the time. For no good reason, with no genuine connection, it's not worth it to me. On top of all the other stress I'd already been through with my exes, you know, I was like, I, I'm better than this. If I really am going to find the person I want to be with, I, I have to step away from these habits. So although it took some time, even if I were to compare who I am now to how I was even just a year ago, completely different person hands down you know now that I have been taking better care of myself and been realizing how much more I need to respect myself I'm realizing more of my self-worth I didn't know that I was lacking so much of it it took me over 30 years to realize that I need I have to care about myself I have to take care of myself in order to be happy and in order to make others happy too. My best friend always tells me, you know, 
Why does it always have to be you giving to others in your relationships? Why can't they do the same? And, you know, this is not to say that they literally never did anything for me, but I think it was not equal. The reciprocation was definitely one-sided. Every single one of my exes took me for granted. Every single one of them. And they knew it. They knew it. They admitted it. Well, maybe only a couple of them admitted it. But I feel like deep down inside, they knew for sure. I know for a fact they all thought I would never walk away. Just because, you know, we had history. We had been together for so long. I can definitely confirm that in each one of my relationships, even the last really short one, there was always a point where they could feel that I was pulling away. They could feel that I, you know, oh, maybe there is this possibility that she could leave, but no, I'm just going to reel her back in. And of course, every time I fell for it, but the moments that I finally did walk away, they were completely blindsided. One of my exes, I was with him for the longest six and a half years. And, you know, we always did this back and forth thing, breaking up, getting back together, breaking up, getting back together. And at the end, when I finally officially left, one of the reasons he drove me to that point, actually the biggest reason was because we were having a conversation. Things were super rocky and... I got to the point where I was like, okay, what is going on with us? What's our deal here? We've been together for this long amount of time. You know, at the time we were young, we were like in our mid twenties, I want to say. And all I needed to know from him was what, what kind of future do you see with me? It was a simple question. I wasn't trying to say, where's my ring? When are you going to marry me? I literally just said, what do you see happening with me? And straight up, he could not answer. He straight up said, I do not know. And that to me was enough to tell me, you need to get out of this. The fact that we've been together for six and a half years and yet you still don't know what role I play in your life. I just, no, I am not gonna sit around anymore, any longer. Ironically enough, he tried to tell me he needed more time, which I thought was the funniest thing because, oh, okay, so six and a half years wasn't enough for you. Wasn't enough time to think about that. Huh, funny. But you know what? No, I didn't have the time for it anymore. With my ex-fiance, we had gone to many arguments about how he would always just shut down. He wouldn't fully express his feelings. And it wasn't just like a one-time deal and I was done. It was literally years. It was years of me trying to find ways to help him um, be more comfortable in talking to me. Like I said, I don't, I'm not confrontational. I'm going to approach you in a way where I want you to be able to talk to me and for him his excuse was oh well this can't just change overnight well it also shouldn't take another six years because with him I was with him for six years too um it shouldn't take that long to at least see something happen I just knew I wasn't going to be happy because 
at that point, he proved to me that he wasn't going to change much, which I couldn't do that for him. With my last ex, he was just, as I already told you guys, he was so toxic. He literally lied. He lied so much, I felt like everything he told me in our relationship was a lie. So with that, I knew, okay, there's no point in me arguing with him. There's no point in me trying to prove a point because we would, I knew we were just going to be running in circles about things. So I think by the time I had gone to him, I was way better at just saying, you know what? That's it. I'm done. You know, I, I've had it. He was one that also showed me his words did not match up with his actions. At one point, things got inconsistent with him too. And I was just like, you know, I'm not going to tolerate this anymore. With him, especially for someone to tell me, you know, same thing. Like, yeah, I see a future with you and all that. You know, I want to do all these things for you. Maybe, maybe we just weren't together long enough. But I just feel like I just knew. I just knew that things were not right. There was a guy that I had dated for a little bit in between my ex-fiance and the guy I was with last year, my last ex. I really liked this guy. I actually thought that we could be in a relationship, so we were seeing each other for a little bit. I thought that things were kind of going in a serious direction because we were seeing each other somewhat often, like maybe every weekend or so. Uh, we would definitely talk every day. You know, it got to a point where he started asking me weird questions like, oh, do you see yourself getting intimate with me? And I was like, well, I would like to get to that point, but I'm just not ready right now. And because I had said that to him, that to him was a turnoff, I guess. Because after that, he pretty much just disappeared. And that's when I realized like, huh, all you ever really wanted with me was to get in my pants. And honestly, getting out of that situation was a little rough for me because like I said, I really liked him. He was kind of another crazy case because he really got to know me on a deep level. We shared a lot of very intimate things in terms of like our past our childhood growing up and it seemed that we really connected that way he really understood who I was as a person but again he was just another one of those that knew what to do and what to say to make me feel good just to try to get what he wanted out of me and because he couldn't get it he was like well on to the next Even though that hurt to me for a little bit, that was, again, another indicator that, hey, you're worth more than that. So, as you guys can tell, I've definitely been through quite a journey, still trusting the process. I've mentioned time and time again that I stay connected to my faith as much as possible, and I think that's one of the things that's really propelled me being single is just turning to God and praying 
and trusting in him to lead me in the right direction. I don't question anything. I don't wonder why things didn't work out the way they did with any type of situation. I just say, you know what, God, this is all in your hands. And I literally say, Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> so um, I'm enjoying this. As much as I share all these, you know, unfortunate stories, I do apologize if I come off as negative here and there, but I'm trying to be transparent with all of you. The things I go through, a lot of it is not that good. I've only had a few rare good encounters, but I'm learning from everything. I feel like it's helped me grow as a person tremendously. As much as always being in a relationship somewhat made me dependent at one point, I still learned a lot from all the situations. And now that I'm alone, I feel like I've learned even more. I hope I didn't ramble too much for you guys, but you know, this is kind of just a little bit of how the journey's been for me. I was mentioning earlier on, I'm trying not to put so much pressure on myself being in the position I'm in. Like I was saying earlier, you know, being single woman, my mid thirties with no kids, I realized that that is actually not a bad thing at all. And it's probably the best thing I could ever imagine myself to be in at this point in my life. I couldn't do myself a bigger favor right now, to be honest. This is has a, nothing to do with all of you that are in wonderful relationships. Honestly, when I see a good thing going, it makes me so happy. And it does give me that hope that I could have that too. But just because I don't have it right now, I don't feel like I'm never going to get it. Eh, I don't know. Maybe sometimes I do think that a little bit. But my point is that I am no longer willing to compromise my happiness for other people. Which is why I am enjoying this ride for as long as I can. Even if it takes like 10, 20 more years to find the right person. If it's going to be the person for me. I am willing to wait as long as I need to. I'd like to dedicate this episode to any other single people out there that, you know, are feeling down or feeling like they're not sure if they're going to find the right person. I assure you it's going to happen. You know, I tell myself that all the time. And, you know, just focus on you. Make yourself happy. Take the time to do things for yourself and just live it up. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll see you guys next time.